Hello, and welcome to the AgTech So What podcast. Emerging technologies are rapidly changing the global agricultural industry, and we believe that this revolution is only getting started. But there's still too much hype out there and too big of a disconnect between ag and ag tech. So on this show, we try to bridge that gap. In each episode, we bring you the story of a different innovator in agriculture and try to find the place where ag and tech meet. I'm your host, Sarah Nolette. Welcome to 2020, Ag Tech So What listeners. 2019 was a big year for us at AgThentic and for this podcast. We did 26 episodes with 36 guests, ranging from farmers to researchers to investors and entrepreneurs. Thank you for your support. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review or share this podcast with a friend. This year, we'll be making a few changes like we did last year. For example, you'll hear more from the rest of the AgThentic team, not just me, and we'll be adding more episodes within particular themes, so more on that soon. But before we change too many things, today's episode is another look at what's happening with the Farmers to Founders Bootcamp cohort. Just like you heard on episode 55 with Ash at Training Paddock and David at Farm Service Manager, these are startups that are founded by farmers. The whole idea behind Farmers to Founders is to put producers and their challenges at the center of innovation rather than the technologies. So today I chat with Fee from Bitwise Agronomy and Lee from Farm Simple. When I spoke with Fee, she was in Launceston, Tasmania at a co-working space in a heritage building. She starts with her background and how she came to be in Tassie. So I live in Tasmania. I've got a vineyard called Jingles Creek Vineyard. We've got a really teeny tiny vineyard. And I worked in technology up in the mainland in Sydney and Brisbane um, and GIS in New Zealand. So we sort of moved down to Tassie to be close to my husband's family and bought the love of wine and tech together and Bitwise Agronomy. And yeah, that's sort of where we're, where we're at now. So good. So you're a Kiwi originally, you moved to Brisbane and were there working in the tech industry. What what did you do there in terms of technology? Yeah, so I worked for a company called ACOM, which is a big civil engineering company. We set up a technology as a service team where we built custom products that we thought ACOM needed. And I also worked in the, the GIS world for a while in Sydney. Cool. So kind of geospatial stuff and, and some pretty advanced tech too, from what I understand, some artificial intelligence and things like that. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we did some like predictive analytics systems that we built where we put graphometers and cameras and stuff on cars and could collect all this data and put it into a sort of a integrated visualization system to predict gravel road asset management. And, and we built systems to help with sort of rapid disaster recovery for like floods and earthquakes where we could take lots of images and put it up into the cloud and spit out reports and stuff to make the teams um, a lot quicker and efficient. Wow, cool. So then you moved to Tassie and you're on this vineyard. What Was there a moment when you said, oh, all that technology could be used in, in agriculture? Or how did you kind of come up with the idea for Bitwise Agronomy? Yeah, look, I don't know whether the idea for the tech came first or the idea for the vineyard came first. I think when I moved to Tassie, I was like, oh, I'm not sure what the tech industry is like down here. And I so I thought, well, I'll buy a vineyard. And I have always had a bit of a passion for ag tech coming from an ag background in New Zealand. And my uncle's really um, savvy and engineering savvy, I suppose, on his dairy farm. So I always sort of thought, oh, there's, there's really good stuff that could be done. So 
when I came down here, I thought, if I don't work in tech, I want to work in wine. And then I think in the back of my mind, there was always this, but, you know, I could, I could have a startup around ag tech and bringing efficiencies to farming. Very cool. And so tell us about Bitwise Agronomy. What, what do you actually do? Like kind of what problem do you solve and, and for whom? How does it work? Yeah, so um, Bitwise Agronomy is myself and my co-founder, Aaron, and Aaron and I work together at ACOM. What we do is we basically want to give time back to, to farmers. So we've got a product at the moment that we're working on called Greenview. And if you could imagine Street View but for crops, and you take imagery, so like a GPS video of the vines, and we sprinkle a bit of machine learning on top of that. And you know that allows farmers to look at the information and look at their grapes back at home. And you know, lots of vineyard owners um, have multiple sites and and a lot of vines, so they can really have eyes on the ground and view the grapes whenever they want from the comfort at their home and cut down the time driving and and spending um, you know sort of wasted low value time getting between sites and things like that. Very cool. I love that you say, um, and then we just sprinkle a bit of machine learning as if that's a thing that most people can just sprinkle. <laughs> it sounds, sounds so casual to you, but very impressive. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a little bit like hundreds of thousands on the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you're, you see this kind of being for the wine industry initially. Do you imagine it has applications in other industries or you're pretty focused on wine? It definitely has applications in other industries. We've we kind of looked at building things like this in the past for road street signs. Mm-hmm. You can do sort of asset management on those street signs. But what we're focusing on first is, I suppose, linear crops and horticulture. And then we want to broaden to more general agriculture. And then sort of our three to five year goal is, well, what other industries that haven't got a system like this could could use this? And the fact that we use really affordable cameras, um, we really want to give machine learning to everyone and sort of do like machine learning as a service in an affordable way. So how do you think that having the vineyard and, and being a vineyard owner has impacted your ability to, to build this ag tech company? Does, does that really bring a lot of kind of on the ground expertise and, and understanding of the problem or was it kind of things you already knew anyways? No, I think it was crucial to having the startup and all the products that we've done in the past for other companies and now with Bitwise Agronomy, the key factor is having the knowledge of the problem that you're solving. And unless you're really immersed in that problem and experiencing it firsthand, you might not get the technology right. And I think that's a really important ingredient for success with technology. Um, You don't want to do tech for the sake of tech. And by being on the ground in the vineyard and living through these problems and, you know, when we first bought the vineyard, because we were so, such a teeny tiny vineyard, we were doing everything manually and really understanding the pain points of everything that was going on and where the time wasting was. So I think it's given us a really good foundation to um, be able to solve these problems. And I I think that if, if you don't understand the problems, then, you know, technology is just technology. Though Fee does have a, as she says, teeny tiny vineyard, she has deep roots in the agriculture industry and with rural communities. This has given her a passion for ag, as well as a deeper understanding of what the users of Bitwise Agronomy are going through. I grew up in New Zealand and my dad's family's been farming forever down 
down in, um, well, he grew up in the central Otago region and then moved to the North Island. My auntie and uncle um, were farming as well. So I grew up on a sheep and beef farm with a little bit of grain and my auntie and uncle um, did various things. They had ended up with dairy, but they did deer and, and grain as well and had a really, really large property, which is now my cousin's. And, you know, they've, they've got quite a large dairy farm there. So yeah, I grew up in a rural environment. There was anywhere between 12 and, I don't know, 30 people at my primary school, my first primary school, so we're a little tiny week community. And, yeah, I used to love going to my Uncle Stu's um, farm. He used to be doing really cool things with um, tinkering with his, automating his sheds and his all sorts of stuff, and he was always quite innovative. I think being exposed to that and um, from a rural ag sector in New Zealand, which I find is maybe a little bit more advanced than Australia because, you know, it's, I suppose, the number one industry there. So a a little bit more investment happens in it. But, you know, I think that really gave me my passion to come back to the country lifestyle. Even though Fee has a mix of ag and quite deep tech experience, starting a company is still really hard and she constantly has to push herself out of her comfort zone. Oh, wow. It's been a roller coaster, I suppose, like all startups and, and small businesses as well. Um, for me, the tech and the, the building of the tech has been the easy side of things and bringing the team together because that's what I sort of naturally do um, in, in the past in my day job. I think for me, one of the hard things is getting out there in front of people, telling them what we've got, engaging in the whole like sales process and and clients because I've always sort of been of the nature that I just really want to help people. So I've got a tendency just to give everything away for free. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, just use it. You know, this will, this will really help you. I don't care kind of thing. So to really structure a business around it and, you know, realise that talking to investors and things like that aren't as scary as... Um, what it seems to be. And I think the other thing is is that being in a, a rural setting, you don't really have access to a network of other startups and I suppose groups that come together like you have in your startup hubs in Sydney and Brisbane and Melbourne. There's a small community down here in Taz, but you know, it can feel quite lonely and isolating and it's quite hard to find those kind of mentors and stuff. So that's why being on Farmers to Founders has been great for us. Yeah. So that's definitely one reason. Um, any other reasons why why you joined Farmers Founders Bootcamp? Oh, there's there's so many. Um, th- to have the the push and the to be challenged, so I meet my own timeframes. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, you can kind of get caught up with um, you know other life life stuff. So and yeah, just to have that community and access to mentors and you know, talk to other people in the industries, like the four-day intensive that we had in Sydney was great, you know, talking to the other um, startups and, you know, successful startups now and hearing their journeys and, you know, just that energy that you get from being in a group just, you know, makes you want to do better and do it faster. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about, Fee, your your vision for the future of, of Bitwise Agronomy. What do you hope that this company achieves? Yeah, so I'm really... Um, passionate about technology, about ag, and also about rural Australia. So what I really want to do is build a great technology company out of Tasmania, bring really good skills down to Tasmania and give people opportunity to have the great lifestyle that Tasmania offers, but also be able to work on really cool technology and cool solutions and, and you know, 
have the best of both worlds and, and build the community down here. Um, Tasmania is a cool island that's great for prototyping for, you know, sort of global businesses. And I really want to help bring that to Tasmania. So that is Fee, co-founder of Bitwise Agronomy. The link to the website is in the show notes, so definitely check it out. As I said on the David and Ash episode, we'll be bringing you an update on where all of these teams get to over the course of the three-month Farmers to Founders Bootcamp. Maybe you'll even get to hear them pitch. Next up is Lee from Farm Simple. I caught Lee while he was on holiday in Palm Beach, so his audio is a bit rough because I didn't want to disturb him too much. So thanks for understanding. Lee starts by talking about his farm. Our farm is based in northern New South Wales, near Moree, so about four hours inland from the coast, five hours inland from the coast. We've had an exceptionally dry eighteen more than eight months, two years, and um, really looking for the seasons to change and get back to some sort of norm- normality. And uh, what do you guys normally farm? What's what's a, a normal season like? Yep, so we, we call ourselves a mixed farm, but we're predominantly cropping. So we have about 3,000 hectares of country, 72% of it's arable, so that's a mix of wheat, barley, chickpeas, sorghum, winter and summer crops, and then we run some breeding cattle as well. On the country, we can't utilise in that system. It's, it's a really tough situation. We've actually unloaded all of our cattle, and we have no crops on the ground, and we're really just waiting for the next season to come around and start again. Oh. That's so horrible. I think people who haven't kind of been out to the regions that, that hear about drought and hear about the season just don't really know what that's like, um, but paints a bit of a picture for them. It's it's pretty crazy. It's incredible. You look at how hard the tap's turned off on the weather system, and we've been on that farm for four generations, and the 65 drought was our benchmark, and it's well past what that achieved, a lot drier, and uh, really, there's got to be some end to it here, you know, Sooner or later, we'll see a change in the weather. Yeah. Well, one one thing that's hopefully positive that's come out of it is you getting started with an ag tech startup. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so our baby, Farm Simple. Three, nearly four years ago now, I had a young guy come and work, start work for me who's a software engineer. And we were frustrated in just being able to communicate and manage our farming operations together and our other staff. And Matt said, I'll have a go at this and uh, convert all of those notes in your head and in your top pocket and, and get it into an app. And that wasn't really just to fulfill the app basis. It was really how do we have some clear communication and clear vision of what we're doing in our operations. That took a couple of years to muck around and play with on a hobby-type basis. And when we came out the other side of that, we started talking with with our local peer group of other farmers and saying this is what we've done at home and I said we could use that and it just expanded from there to the stage where we're now running running it as a serious serious concern and, and we're lucky to pick up in the the farmers to founders boot camp and, and really trying to push along. So um, I'm interested in um, the kind of search for a solution because, you know, there are some quite, quite a few actually kind of farm management software products out there, but you felt like what existed just didn't, didn't meet the needs. Kind of tell me a little bit about why you felt like even though there are products on the market, nothing was really good enough. Absolutely, Sarah. We've, we've looked at other solutions and, and things that were available on the market and 
And the, the, the key things we were really chasing that we saw were missing was, was one, was remote connection, irrespective of, of network coverage. Two was the simplicity of operations from an operator's point of view. And then three was really starting to customise that data for getting efficiency in a business. And a, and a lot of a lot of those other softwares had been little silos looking after niche parts of our operation, and we were really trying to get a broad spectrum software base that would look after everything from inputs to outputs to everything in between. One of the interesting things about the Farmers to Founders Bootcamp program is that because the entrepreneurs are farmers, they've actually experienced the problem they're trying to solve. But to build a business, you have to have more than just one customer. So a big focus for the teams during the bootcamp program is talking to other farmers about their challenges and figuring out if the solutions that the teams have built will work in other farming systems and other workflows. Lee shares one of these experiences. Absolutely. We we had a customer who we'd been talking with for a long time who, who had a really big demand, big suite of things they were trying to chase for a large or large farming organization. And and in the last sort of three, four months they've come to us and said, look, we we want that simplicity and we want that we want that broad spectrum type data. And they've sat down with us and and really fleshed out a lot more of what they see they need for their business. And we're trying to look at how we align that with other customers to make sure that's a, a whole solution that everyone uses. Yeah. And that's been terrific because they're they're testing that database and giving feedback on the easy use and the the how that's operating for them. When you start those conversations with them, Lee, does it help that you are a farmer as well? Does that kind of make it easier to for them to answer your phone call or have a chat? Absolutely. I suppose that's a, been the challenge a little bit for us. We're we're all engineers to different in different strains, and, and we love getting into the tech side of things. So. The best thing for us has been learning a little bit more about just sitting and listening to what their what their issues are in their their business and where they see they need to um, get sharper and get more efficient. And that's really starting to hone what we're looking at. We really got through and solved our own issue on our own organ on our own farm, and it was really right. What else is out there? What makes this a complete solution that hits you know majority of the market? Mm. That 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 really made a difference to just sit, listen, and get them to unpack their issues. Good. Well, I'm glad our um, our coaching has been useful for something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. I'm that anyways. Um, so why, why did you join the um, Farmers to Founders Boot Camp? We, look, we were really right, as I just described. We, we knew our tech in that sense. can pretty well build anything in Appland. Give us time and give us time and lots of coffee. Our issue is always is making sure it's hitting the mark and, and understanding how that hits the mark with, with other farmers, other farming businesses. And that's the real challenge is, and, and then how to get to them, how to, how, to, how to one, educate them, show them what we are, connect with what they need and make sure that delivers value. And they're the things I would have said, we, we as founders, it's, it's not where we come from, it's not what we're good at, marketing, understanding customers. Hmm. So this, this this program really started to open our eyes on how to how to how to get into that. What do you see as kind of similarities or differences in in being a farmer versus now being a founder of a startup? Or is it you know similar skill sets or really different? Or you know, and which ones which ones easier or harder? Yeah, look, they're both a challenge. Uh, weather's a challenge at home, so I'm not going to under underrate what farming is right now. But but 
farmers are terrific at normally solving their own issue and, and get really good at that and they seem to hone in on their own issue and really put them to bed. But being able to translate that to other, other farming business is always a tough thing. And I see the same in our software package is this is a solution to you know, how to get better information in your farming business and we, we, we're very close to what our issue was, but it's, it's, it's that how do, you, uh, how do you unpack other people's problems and fit that into the package and make it service multiple businesses and really, really start to get some efficiency in our, in our, in our business line in, in broadacre farming. What's your kind of vision for, for Farm Simple? What do you hope you guys achieve, whether that's in the near term as part of the boot camp or, or kind of more long term? Look, it's probably the, the long term is probably our vision. We we want to see some efficiency changes in, in farming in farming systems. Australia is a very tough climate to run a profitable business in broadacre farming. In my generation, you know, I've seen the, the evolutions of GPS and all of the efficiency gains that ag has gotten out of that. This next set of efficiency gains are a, a big suite of, a lot of it is information and technology tools. A lot of it's human data, a lot of it's machine data and how that all comes together. So we, I see a real vacuum in, in trying to get platforms that will work across lots of those fields and connect lots of information and do really good analytics on it to provide, you know, numbers and, and direction for businesses as to what's next. But that's 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 where we want to play. That's where we want to be involved is is how do we get Australian ag and then international ag more efficient. So that's Lee from Farm Simple. And now you've met half the cohort. You'll get to meet the rest of the producer-led teams in a future episode that will also be brought to you by Farmers to Founders. The other teams are a bit different in that they are value-adding what they produce on their farm rather than building a technology business. So stay tuned to meet those teams. And again, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, please visit FarmersToFounders.com to learn more about producer-led innovation. Applications are open now for the Farmers to Founders Ideas Program. The Ideas Program is for producers who have an idea for a new business or want to commercialize an invention. It gives them support and funding to get started and the tools they need to decide if the idea is actually worth producing. So thanks to Farmers to Founders for sponsoring this episode and catch you next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ag Tech So What? You can stay up to date with the latest episodes and news at agtechsowhat.com. And as always, if you have any feedback or other guests to recommend, we'd love to hear from you. Just hop on the website and leave us a comment or send us a message. Finally, if you like what you're hearing, and we hope you do, please share the podcast with a friend or leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Catch you next time.